welcome to The Cost of Health, brought to you by the North Carolina Coalition for Fiscal Health. I'm your host and executive director of the coalition, Michael Kraskin. On the show this week, Olga Kennedy has a lot going for her. She owns her own business with her husband, Shelby, teaches college classes on the side. The older of her two brilliant kids just finished her freshman year of college with straight A's, and she still finds time to follow her passion as a writer. But recurring health problems and rising healthcare costs have made insurance unaffordable for Olga, which has led to financial strain on her family and her business. I sat down with Olga in Raleigh to talk about the difficult choices she and her family have had to make and the frightening uncertainty of her health and financial future. So my name is Olga Kennedy. I am a small business owner of a pool and hot tub service. I am also an adjunct instructor at a private college here in the area. I teach English and gen ed courses. I'm a writer, I'm a mom, and whatever else is needed of me. (laughs) (laughs) Your job as a hot tub and pool, that home job, uh, you run that with your husband, correct? I do, yes. Great, and how does that work? Is that a full-time job for him? It is a full-time job for him. You know, he is physically working six days a week, uh, maybe anywhere from eight to 14 hours a day. And then when he comes home, we sit down and go through the day. So you can tack on another hour or two on top of that. Uh, I work basically seven days a week for that business. And I should make full disclosure, I am a client of this business, which is how I met you and started to learn a little bit about your story. Prior to this year, can you talk about what your experience with health insurance has been? I've had health insurance my whole adult life until this year. So I would buy it every year uh, for myself. Um, And then over the last several years, it became more of an issue because the rates just continued to increase and the providers changed every year. The way I feel about healthcare is kind of like how I feel about getting a good mechanic. (laughs) When you find one, you need to stay with that person. Um, And then when I noticed that things were changing and I couldn't go to the same doctors, it just became almost useless like why am i paying this when i can't go see who i would like to see so for about two years i thought really hard about what i was going to do because again i would know that it was going to increase again right Right. so we finally decided that um, for 2018 i was going to go without insurance it was a really hard decision Like I said, it took years for us to kind of do the pros and cons. What were some of the pros and cons? What were some of the things that went into making that decision and what finally pushed you over the edge for 2018? Well, I've had surgeries. I want to say every year I've had some sort of surgery. So that was one concern, you know, knowing that likely mom's going to need something. But then I debated the whole we still have to meet the deductibles beforehand anyway and you know blah 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 
my daughter started college. Uh, she just finished freshman year. Well, congratulations. Thank you. I decided to pay for my daughter's college, right? Uh, she works. She gets straight A's. So I felt that I needed to do that for her. But in order to do that, that wasn't an, an expense that I had to accommodate for based on what I bring in, right? You have more than one kid? Yes, I have a daughter and I have a son. And your son's younger? Yes. So you have a whole nother college to look yes. forward to. That's after the other this thing, too, as right? Well. So, from what you're saying, it sounds like you were really making a choice between your daughter's and ultimately your son's education as well and health insurance. So, these, this was at least part of the factor yes. in the trade off. That sounds like a difficult choice. Do you remember when you started noticing that the cost of insurance was becoming a real drag? It sounds like you had it for a while and didn't think about it too, too much. It was just part of a fact of life. I think when I turned 40, yeah. I kind of remember the phone call I made to Blue Cross. Yeah. Like, what happened? Why did it go up $100 or $90, whatever it yeah. was? And they kind of explained it to me um, and I remember the rep basically saying it's because you're 40 mm -hmm. and you're a woman I don't know I just couldn't understand that um, that whole 40 thing and being a woman and then we kind of had a long conversation on the phone about how I was gonna you know keep that premium down or if it can go down and that's when I started to learn about, you know, if I increase my deductible, I could lower my premium, I could drop different levels, you know, things like that. So then you start thinking about, okay, so I have to pay this much every month times 12, and then your deductible, and then your prescription deductible before anything kicks in, you know. But again, yeah. I didn't really feel that I had too many options there and then every year it would increase from then i guess when the whole healthcare system changed kind of threw me for a loop again this was the affordable care act yes Ob obamacare yes all right um i don't know all all about it you know i just know how it affected me um and the biggest thing was that again they dropped where I could go. Right. You know, I kind of sucked it up for a couple of years. And then, you know, you make so many changes to your policy. And you get to that point, as I mentioned, where, well, I can't go see this doctor. You know, I'm paying more on a copay or to the point where I would just pay out of my pocket to go see my doctor anyway while I'm paying for health insurance that's not covering my doctor. So what it got to about, I guess last year, I think I was paying shy of $500 a month. And that's for your family or just, just for me? My husband actually has, this would be year two that he's not with insurance. And that was a tough one as well, because while we were discussing, you know, me needing it, he works out in the field where the opportunity for him to be hurt is real. And, you know, 
not just for my husband being hurt and that expense, but he is my business. So you would stand to lose, your family would stand to lose a lot of income if he were hurt, is what you're saying? Yes, definitely. How about your kids? Are you doing anything for insurance for them now? They are covered through the New York Sergeant's Benevolent Association. Their father is a retired police officer in New York. I'm talking to you in late May of Mm -hmm. 2018. So it's been about five months since you have last had uh, health insurance. So have there been any choices that have been different? Well, I'll say first that, thank God, I haven't had any issues, big issues. I generally kind of hold my breath every day that uh, I'm not going to keel over with my um, recurring kidney stone issue. Right. I think I was thinking about that on the drive over too. Yeah. It's like imagine it would be almost as if we staged it if suddenly I have, you know, that striking pain through my back. (laughs) People would be like, oh my God, they're totally faking that. (laughs) Um, So luckily, so far, I've been good on that end, right? I mentioned I do take medications. And you're paying for those out of pocket now. I am, yes. So... And you're finding that still more reasonable than paying for insurance and going through the reimbursement process then? Yes. So something I was thinking about uh, when we were discussing whether or not I should continue insurance or drop it. I had had a kidney stones procedure done last year. I was also having some issues with my foot. So I had had uh, surgery on my left foot That surgeon said that within five years or so, I would need it on my right foot. I had been having some issues walking, and this surgeon, he's great. He doesn't believe in just going in. You know, he wanted to try these other options before you get invasive, which I appreciated. But then, as we were coming close to me deciding on the whole insurance renewal issue, You know, I made this huge decision on pushing the surgery. So ultimately, you know, I spoke to the surgeon and I I explained to him what was going on. And, you know, I was embarrassed sitting in the exam room to say to him that, you know, I know you think I could wait and we should try this for this amount of time but I can't afford my insurance next year, so can't we just do it? You know, I I was so embarrassed. Who makes decisions like that? Yeah. I I didn't like that. So you feel yourself forced by the finances. You're making medical decisions based on the financial situation rather than what was medically best and what was being recommended by the doctors. Yeah. Think about that for a second. Not only was Olga putting herself through an unpleasant surgery, who likes surgery, but because of her uncertainty, she felt forced to rush a procedure which might have been avoided altogether. I asked Olga if she had any plans to deal with her healthcare financial situation long term. She laughed and told me that her daughter might be the answer to all her problems. <laughs> yes. So she's currently 
studying biology and chemistry. You know, she's kind of stressed because she doesn't know where she wants to take it, right? Part of me told her to go to vet school mm-hmm. because uh, we rescue animals and that's just a huge part of our life, you know. So one of my dreams is that she go to vet school, we can move to Wyoming and mommy could just rescue mm-hmm. animals and we'll open up a practice and, you know, dream. That sounds and beautiful. Then the other thing was, okay, take it to med school so that you can take care of me because so the running joke in in the house is mom's broken again (laughs) you know you're always broken mom it's kind of a joke but kind of not a joke that she go to med school so she can take care of me as i deteriorate into nothingness you know (laughs) (laughs) olga kennedy is a model north carolinian She is an entrepreneur whose business contributes to the state's growing economy. She and her husband have raised two children who are academically curious and will surely go on to have successful careers of their own. On top of this, she has a second job teaching college courses. Despite all of her hard work and success, she still finds health insurance out of her reach. She, like so many others, has had to make hard decisions balancing her personal health needs and her family's financial ones. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to us on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. If you have a story you would like to share or just want to get in touch, please contact me at michael at fiscalhealthnc.com or on Twitter at michaelck. Make sure to join the North Carolina Coalition for Fiscal Health online at fiscalhealthnc.com and follow us on Facebook and Twitter at FiscalHealthNC.